This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 279 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, the year in review. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Kentucky Performance Products, Equisketch, and EasySignsOnline.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. Stable I am Glenn the Geek. And I'm Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, howdy, Helena. It's our last show that we're recording for the year here at Stable Scoop. I know, I and I'm missing a cocktail. But that's for later. That's for later. <laughs> yes, that's later. We're actually uh, recording this on Tuesday, and we're recording our All Hosts episode, which everybody will hear next week. Christmas week, we always play the All Hosts episode, and all seven or eight of us, I forget what it is now, are, are going to be on there tonight. I think everybody's going to make it, so that's good. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then the following week is New Year's, and we're going to put up a best of show for you and, and uh, each have a week off before we start into 2014. Hard to believe. Wow. Wow. Where have I been for the last 10 years? <laughs> Do you remember the millennium thing, the, the Y2K? That seems like yesterday. I do, because I was working for Sybase, a big database company at the time, and we had spent trillions, bazillions, gazillions of dollars upgrading our software so that like so that basically like the Nasdaq didn't come to a grinding halt. <laughs> and then nothing happened anywhere. Nothing happened. It was amazing. It was amazing. Probably because a lot of people put a lot of effort into the whole Y2K thing. But um yeah, that was I remember like yeah, that yeah, Oh, the world was gonna come to an end. It was gonna be awful. <laughs> It's such a big deal. And now here we are almost 14, 14 years later. 14 years it's been since that. It's, it's just, crazy. It is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Well, we're going to have a fun show. It's just going to be Helene and I today. We're going to hang out together. We haven't done that in a while. And we're going to take a look at the past year personally and on the show. We also have some fun things uh, that are holiday-ish that I thought we would do a little bit later. And then for the Tack and Habit review, I have a product that we used, we bought and used. We tried to find an affordable alternative and we, we to a clippers that, you know, body clippers are so expensive. You can spend three, four hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. So we tried to find an affordable alternative because we only trace clip our horses. And I have what we bought and how it worked out a little later for you in the show. So uh, that's what we have coming up today. And boy, we had uh, a lot of things go on between the two of us personally this year. But you had the biggest changes. I had the biggest changes. Yes, 2013 was a year of change for me, change and growth, not the least of which was becoming unmarried. I like to use that word. It's a little bit softer than the D word. But uh, after 24 years with the same person. Was it really? Yeah, 24 years. We we started dating when I was 19. 
So um, after 24 years with the same person, um, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up. Yeah. It was a very challenging uh, year in that end because I thought that the separation would be mutually relieving, but I was wrong. I you know, was wrong. You know, so this is something we, I don't, I don't know that we've talked about it on the show, actually, that, uh, that you did uh, get divorced this year. I don't know that we brought it up, but I know we had a couple of our longtime listeners that were worried there because there were some weeks there that you weren't here and yeah. I had to be kind of cagey about it. And, uh, you know, I, I know some people thought you were leaving the show, and I said, ah, she's not allowed to. She can never leave the show. I won't let her. No, so, I wouldn't leave the show. <laughs> you can divorce I... your husband. You can't divorce me. It's not that easy. There so. were, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> there, were, um, there were many days where I could barely function, and it was, um, I, you know, I'm trying to be diplomatic and understanding and forgiving, but I, I will say that um, you know, people don't get divorced just willy nilly. There has to be something seriously wrong, whether it's spoken about or not spoken about. There's something very, very um, sick, something that's wrong with the relationship under the surface. And when you do um, take steps to to end the misery, all of that illness, all that bad stuff, it just comes up to the surface and it comes out. And it's it was extraordinarily painful and debilitating to me. And I would tell you, though, that the days that I could get on the show and tape with you was like just a ray of sunshine. I looked forward to it when I could do it, you know. Um, it would usually take me about five, ten minutes to get you loosened up. Oh, man. I would be like, there'd be times I'd get on, on you know, any, well, get into the recording software, and Glenn would be like, hey, how are you? And I'd be like, <laughs> It's like, okay, this is gonna be go fun. away. I hate everybody. <laughs> I hate you. <clears throat> and then we'd be laughing in like five minutes. It's true. So that was really the biggest change. But I will tell you this: that um, you you learn a whole lot about yourself, and you can take challenging opportunities, and you can do one of two things with them: you can just become more miserable because of them, or you can use them as learning opportunities and and grow from them. And I have grown so much. So, so, so much that I have to, I have actually no regrets over how painful the process was because, um, I just, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've come out on the other side, a much better person for it. And most importantly, I've come out the other side, a much better mother and, and can I add a much happier person yeah. for it? Much happier. Yeah, Just, I mean, I mean, I mean, you're you're pretty good at hiding things. So on the show here, the listeners, you know, might not see it, but I know you really well, and you know, I can tell when you say hello. You know, when we first get on to record and you say hello, what your mood is. So it's true. Yeah. So it's I, true. you know, I, I I've learned how to handle the mood over the years. It's you have. That's why I say where it would be harder to divorce me. You and I. That's right. <laughs> yes. Um, so that was a very big change and um there are new people and new loves and new interests and new things in my life that are amazing so i have a lot of hope for 2014 a lot of hope i got to see grace for the first time when we were at ada a while back I hadn't seen grace in years and boy she's growing up and she's becoming so personable and a lot less shy than she used to be 
Yeah, you remember her when she was teeny tiny and super shy. Oh, she wouldn't she, even look at me <laughs> or Jennifer or anybody. Is, <laughs> she is such a beautiful child inside and out. I say all the time, I'm, I am lucky <clears throat> to have a kid like her. She is amazing and wise beyond her years. I sometimes wonder who's the teacher, you know, sh- me or Grace. I agree, and I had a I had so much fun hanging out with her at Ada. We we went went off and did a couple things together, and it was just fun. Yeah, and uh, she's coming again this year. Oh, good! Oh, she's good! I love hanging out with her. She's in so, the winter. Now that she's you know she's come out of her shell, she's uh, she's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, she yeah. kid walked away with more swag. I, tell I know. <laughs> she was so cute. <laughs> well, you know, and I uh, so the, those are some big things you had. Uh, you know, on the horse front, you had some horses come and you had some horses go. Um, um, yes. You yes, had animals yes. come and you had animals go like we all do. I mean, that's yes. something that we all have. I had a new pony, my first horse in like 10 years. Yeah, that so. was a really big deal because at one point you were like, yeah, I'm all set with the whole horse thing. I'll li- you know, I'll live vicariously <laughs> through my wife. And then PT came along. Well, she was the one that kept pushing it because she knew I really did deep down. But we didn't have a living situation. Where we were living before was really only set up for one horse. And when we moved to this new location here in the same neighborhood, it, you know, we could have more than one horse. So um, it was her idea that one weekend just to go out looking for ponies. And then PT showed up in our lives. <laughs> gotta tell you what he did yesterday. I got so it. We had we had seven inches of rain two nights ago. When you guys had the snow, we had we ended up with seven inches of rain in one night. We had more water. There were lakes and ponds in every hole and valley on our farm. I, there were ponds where I'd never seen ponds before. And PT's field had this little river running through it. Well, we were kind of limited on which paddock we put them out in. So I put I put Jennifer's horse Beaker out. And he walked all the way to the fence line where the water was the shallowest to cross, you know, to get to the other side of the field. Yeah. I take Scooter out and my little hackney pony, and I take him out there, and he hates water. He won't walk through a puddle on a road if you, you know, I really have to get after him. And he just won't do it. So I take him out, take off his halter. He walks up to the edge of the water, and it's about three feet deep. He walks up to the edge of the water. He looks at it. He takes his foot and his hoof, and he starts pawing at it. And then, I'll be darned, he walked right into the water and laid down and rolled. Oh, boy. The only thing sticking up, the only thing you could see was his head because his (laughs) belly and body were underwater splashing around. And then he got up, and he laid down on the other side and did the same thing. So... Cat's out of the bag now. He's if he ever tries to step over a puddle again, he's in yeah. trouble. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, I've only ever seen one horse do that intentionally roll in deep water like that, and that was one horse Jennifer had. Have you ever seen a horse do it? Yeah, we used to go riding at Crane Beach in um, Ipswich, Mass, all the time. Jennifer's been there plenty of times, yep, yep. and they used to. And it's really flat. It's like one big sandbar, so it's really flat. It's the perfect and the footing, the sand underneath the water is quite firm. So the horses are always very confident about playing in that water. And I've seen more than one. I've had to pull a horse's head up <laughs> more than a few times. You're like, no, you're not rolling. These are new boots. You're not rolling. Yeah, I know it's something else. But uh, I so you know another cat out of the bag. He keeps trying to tell us that he's his poor soul. Well, no more poor soul. 
Yeah, well, uh, not living with you guys. He's no more poor soul. <laughs> poor, fat, happy soul now. Yeah, his little hackney attitude comes out occasionally now. He throws temper tantrums occasionally, and he just rips around the field. And he bucks, and he kicks, and he throws his head. He turned on me the other day when I went in to get him. He was having one of his temper tantrums, and I just waited him out, and he finally came over after he was done ripping around the field at 100 miles an hour. Well, was it a temper tantrum or was it a yeehaw? Oh no, he throws temper tantrums. He throws his head and he kicks and he bucks and it's when it's when Beaker gets to do something and he doesn't and he thinks it involves food. Oh, ooh. yeah, he gets he gets mad. You can tell he's just mad and it's. But now you know when you're twelve and a half hands and you're mad, it's funny. <laughs> when you're 12 and a half hands. I know. It's like when the minis get mad. Right, exactly. It's like, and, or okay. they, Or when minis gallop. You're like, really? Yeah. It's like, go ahead. I can wait. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I can wait. Exactly. Oh. Well, let's talk about the show a little bit. You know, this was our, one of the things that happened this year, as far as Stable Scoop is concerned, is this was our fifth anniversary this year. We turned. We went into our sixth year of doing this. Jeez, which I also find hard to believe. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, what are we doing, honestly? Who, what? We're here. We show up every week. I know we're two hundred and seventy nine <laughs> episodes. So, you know, uh, you figure fifty a year. You know, we're in. We're in that uh, sixth year. <clears throat> Do you find it a little uh, amazing that we have? We have 279 episodes of stuff to talk about. I know. You know, when we first started, people said to us, well, how can you do a show about horses? You're going to run out of things to talk about. And now we have 11 shows about horses. So, 11 shows about horses. And we They're have all done doing quite well. over 3,600 episodes on the network now. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. That's a lot of content. I'll have some uh, more statistics for you all on the All Hosts episode next week. But, okay. uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, some amazing numbers that I never, ever thought we'd get to when you and I started this. Never thought we'd get to it. Uh, but that was one of the things that happened this year. And also, um, you know, as far as episodes are concerned, I was trying to look back through the year and see what my favorite episodes were. And I got to say that uh, our anniversary episode, we had a lot of fun with that. It was episode number 260. Yep. We had a good time with that. And that's where I also announced that I had gotten the pony. Yep. I told that story. And then uh, we had American Idol Christy Lee Cook on. I had a blast talking to her. So <laughs> that was one of my, one of my fun episodes because I had followed her during the show. Yeah, you're a big American Idol fan. Well, I was. I, you know, last year we didn't watch because of the we didn't like the the judges. But this mm-hmm. year we might go back because the judges are back to better again. So we might have to do that. Yeah, they need to do a little better job of with their judges. Yeah, it just wasn't fun last year, so we just bailed yeah. on it. But uh, I, you know, I think my favorite episode this year, only because of the impact it had. Uh, was the Lime and People episode that we did. We called it Lime and People, The Truth, and it was episode number 247. That is now and still is the most downloaded episode of any of the shows we've ever done. It Um, was a very far-reaching show. Yeah, Yeah. it got went far beyond the horse community, and the Lime, some of the Lime communities picked it up and and promoted it, and we ended up with tens and tens and tens of thousands of uh, listens to that show uh, because of you know, because of the content, and, and, and we really came out, and, and I think it opened, we, we got a lot of response to, from that, from our listeners, too, more than I thought we would. 
uh, of people who have dealt with it either themselves or in their families and are still dealing with that. And I just got an email the other day from somebody, uh, a listener's husband who has chronic Lyme, and he's going to come on with us in January. He started going to, got really, really sick and started going to a Lyme doctor and some of the things he's done. And he's going to come on and tell his story in January. But, okay. uh, you know, and, and she's a very good listener of ours. She's listening right now, I'm sure. And, you know, I just was very happy with the people, one, who learned something from it. And it was also the impetus for me to, if you remember, to go back on my diet and because I was starting to get sicker and sicker. Again. Yeah, how, how are you doing with the diet? <clears throat> very good, very good. You, must, I had, you were really feeling crappy for you to go on a diet. Yeah, I really was. You know, the last time I went on the diet, I was really bad. Yes. Uh, and then I went off the diet because I was feeling better, and that's what you do, right? Yep. So yep. I went back on the diet. I'm doing very well. I uh, still lost a lot of weight, but uh, doing very well. And And I haven't really had an incident. I got sick over Thanksgiving with a cold, and at the end of the cold, I ended up with a Lyme symptom I haven't had in a very long time that I never want to have again. It was awful. What's that? Uh, But I... I, um Occasionally, uh, the Lyme spirochetes will attack your nerves. And this has only happened to me once I can ever remember in all the years of had Lyme. But this one was worse. And at the end of the cold, I just started to notice that my skin all over my body started to hurt. And then it kept getting worse and worse to the point (sighs) where I couldn't stand my clothes touching my skin. Every time you'd move, your clothes would touch your skin, and it would just send pain through your body. I had four days of that, um, where I really just felt like standing naked in the middle of a room. Um, Mm. You know, I didn't, because, you know, nobody wants to see that, including my (laughs) wife. But... uh, But but it, you you couldn't lay you couldn't sit you couldn't have anything it just was awful, <laughs> um, so that was one of the worst uh, uh, that I've had of that and I'd never want to have that again. But that was the first attack I had and I think that was directly related to getting the bad cold for a week, and my immunity was just down. But uh, other than that, I haven't been sick, which is very unusual. So I think the diet really is working. Hmm. Okay. Good. Yep. Yep. This is good. It's just, yeah, you, like you said, it's hard to not be complacent once right. you start feeling better. Right. And, it, you know, then you think, you know, because I'm off of all gluten, which is getting easier, by the way, because more and more restaurants even are doing gluten-free menus and are using gluten-free bread, and you can get alternatives. Even pizza places now, they're making pizza with gluten-free uh, dough. So there are more and more alternatives to that. But mine is also sugar-free, gluten-free. So when you put those two together, it eliminates a lot of things. Yeah, the um, gluten-free is everywhere. And apparently a lot of people who are going gluten-free are very happy. You know, but, you know, a lot of those people, they can do gluten-free alternatives like cakes and candies and, you know, cookies and stuff like that, that, but they have sugar in them. So I can't do those either. So once you take out the sugar and the gluten at the same time, you're surprised at what you can eat. Now, this time, I am, I'm eating fruit. I, I gave up fruit the last time, too, because it had too much sugar in it. This time, i just gotten rid of all processed sugars and, and are keeping the natural sugars. Because I think your body, and actually, your ex told me this, who's a nutritionist, your body still needs sugar, you know? And yes. I'm just getting it naturally now instead of, you know, with processed sugar. With processed sugar, right. Yeah. Right. There's so that that's a change this year that uh, has been for the better, for sure. Good. Yep. Good. And so you have the new pony. You have a new dietary, new health outlook and regime. 
We have, um, you have a new house, right? That's right. We moved into a new place that we absolutely love. And before we get to anything else, let's take a break here. I just want to tell you about uh, EasySignsOnline.com. It's too late to order your custom sign for your farm uh, for the holidays because uh, we're just too close to time now. But I tell you what, they do do gift certificates. And if you want to give somebody something that they can have a lot of fun with, give them a gift certificate for EasySignsOnline.com because then they can go in and build their own sign. Their custom sign making is incredible. You pick the shape, you pick the colors, you pick the graphics, you pick the what you want on it. You pick everything, the trims, everything, and you build the sign as you go. It's a terrific system. It's a lot of fun to do, actually. And then they send you the proofs, so you approve it, and they send, they print out your sign, or they print, they make your sign and uh, send it out to you. And it doesn't matter the size. They do anything from small farm signs to the signs you see in front of uh, housing developments. Uh, they'll do anything. They have a ton of different options. So if you want to give a gift that somebody's going to have a lot of fun with and a, that will be very special to them to create their own farm sign or stable sign or for their barn, you can do it at easysignsonline.com. Well, how about you? Did you look over, do you have some favorite episodes that we did this year? I can't remember all the episodes that yeah, we, we did, did a ton of them. Year. We had a lot of great guests this year, too. Um, you know... I loved was I think it was this year, it might have been earlier. Yeah, when we did it in September. I always love, always, always love when we have Daniel Stewart on. Yes. And we had talked about You got about to go to his clinics time. too. I got to go to his clinics. So um but the part of the reason why I love having him on the show is because you can read his books and but unless you see him in person, um and, and there's you can read his books and you can even like attend you go see his clinics like at Equine Affair and the big expos. But he has the same exact wonderful energy when you deal with him one-on-one behind the scenes when no, when no one's watching as he does when he's on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that type of genuine enthusiasm, um, I, I like to – it makes me feel good to be a part of bringing his gift to the Stable Scoop listeners because I just I think he's such a genuinely great <clears throat> individual and such an asset to the horse world. So that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, the other one was the one the other one we did recently that featured the um, the fjord horses in yeah. the in the little Thomas the Train <laughs> costume. Oh yes, 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 yes. And that was I a liked- little while back. Uh, we there called was, it Jump on the Cuteness Train, if I jump remember on the right. Cuteness yep, train. Yep. That um, was from the people who were from Rainbows Incorporated. They were uh, uh, a, uh, what did they do? They did a therapy program. Right. Rainbows Inc. was it right. spelled R-E-I-N. And there are a lot of therapeutic horse programs out there. There are a lot of horse rescue programs, you know, all these charitable equine groups. Um, but the... The level of detail that goes into what they do with their horses and how they use their horses in therapy, which is a little bit different than some of the others. You know, it's not necessarily physical therapy. Um, For some reason, they just they struck me as I, I don't know, it was just such a beautiful representation of what can happen when you put horses and people together to help horses and people. Right. Um, And they were they're you know, they're not a big fancy operation. They're out in the, you know, Western, Midwestern area, um, not a heck of a lot of exposure, 
but a very significant group nonetheless. And it was evident when that we posted that photo Picture. of the fjords <laughs> on our Facebook page. We had 30,000 views on that. Actually, in, by the time it went, I just checked it the other day, it went over 40,000. Okay. Yeah, it just one of the was one of the most viewed things we ever posted. <laughs> it was amazing because we, well, we were taping the show while it happened, and of course, when Glenn and I tape, we often have everything is electronic, so we all have show notes up on one screen, and then we have the guests' website and information about them up on another. So this photograph popped up, and I was like, I have got to, I got to post this to Facebook right now. Just thinking, it's so cute, you know how exciting this is. Never in a million years thinking that it would go as viral as it did. I know it was terrific, and and that was a good show. I enjoyed that show. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know something else too that's changed this year on Stable Scoop after five years of doing this is we have incorporated some new regular guests that have turned out to be terrific. Cat with uh, from Eat Your Tart Out. By the way, congratulations, Cat. She just got married last Saturday. Yay, Cat! Looked beautiful in her dress, didn't she? She oh, looked gorgeous. Well, she's yeah. beautiful anyway, but that dress was such a perfect pick. It for was. Her. It was. It just and yeah, uh, it was just. It just fit her. I mean, personality-wise, it fit her. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but it was terrific. And so congratulations, Kat. Uh, but she comes on now once a month to do a food segment. Of course, that makes me happy. Of course. You know, we talk about food. She's just a delight to have on. Um, she and is. Jody Werner asked from Dear Murray. And, you know, just some of the other regular people that we've incorporated into the show that I'm really enjoying, too. I know. Poor Jody. We wake her ass up <laughs> like, before the crack of dawn. Yes, she's out on West Coast. And we're like... <laughs> good morning, Jody. <laughs> she is a talk about a good sport. Yes. She is the epitome of good sport. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, uh, in a minute here, I want to get into some of the new shows that have come to the network because you have one of them, but we've, we've, we've incorporated uh, several new shows. We, of course, we have a new app this year, uh, the iOS and Android app for the horse radio network, a new way to listen to us. And, uh, we have thousands of people now listening to us that way and downloading it every single day from around the world. So if you haven't gotten yours yet, head off to the iOS or Android app store on your phone and just search for Horse Radio Network. It's free and it's easy and it just makes it so simple to listen to our shows. Uh, so do that. But I want to give a big thank you to Kentucky Performance Products for continuing to be a sponsor here on the Horse Radio Network. I just found out from Karen last week that they're going to continue all the way through 2014. Yay. She has committed to be with us. She was one of our first sponsors and truly we would not be here with the network if it weren't for Karen and, and Kentucky Performance Products. Well, you know what's interesting, too, about Kentucky Performance Products is back when we could afford to be <laughs> picky and choosy about who our sponsors were, like when one of the things that we talked about was when we were going to entertain sponsors for um, Sable Scoop, we were like, we, it really has to be a company who makes something we believe in, like, right. absolutely. And we still do. We, we, we still absolutely hold on to that philosophy. But we believe so much. I just so turned much. one down the other day, by the way. Uh, okay. So yeah. we believe so much in um, Karen's company and, you know, KPP. We were just thrilled to have them. And I think that made it easy. When you're, when you're invested in a product or a company and you believe in what they believe in, it's not that difficult to spread the word. You're not selling. You're not advertising. You're just sharing this passion for what they do. And Kentucky Performance Products does what they do very, very well. So – and, like and it goes the fat. other way, too. She came on board, you know, she was one of our first sponsors, and she came on board when there wasn't much to believe in on our side, because we didn't have very many listeners. You know, it was just you and I at that point, and, you know, she just 
you know, she, she believed in us. And she believed that it was going to go somewhere someday. <clears throat> well, because she's super smart. And now, you know, millions of downloads later, she, you know, she was right. And she, we thank her for sticking with it. They're good people over there. If you have any supplement need at all, check out KentuckyPerformanceProducts.com first, KPPUSA.com. Just go there first. Their website is absolutely one of the best out there. Uh, She really does explain the products well and uh, tells you why you might need the products. It's just terrific. So head on over to to kppusa.com. And thank you, Karen. We really appreciate your support at the Stable Scoop Show. Speaking of shows, a bunch of new ones this year. We we had old ones, obviously, that have hung on here on the Horse Radio Network and are growing. Well, almost all the shows are growing. Well, we we get rid of them if they don't. So, um, but you started one. I did start one. My partner in crime and I, Sissy Finn, started chasing a fox in a little black dress. And you know, it's funny. Chasing a fox started. Um, it well, it's a style guide, and then it became the Chasing a Fox radio show. Which how could it not? <laughs> it's just you know. <laughs> um, but she called me. Sissy called me. Whoa, two years ago now, maybe two and a half years ago, and said, I have this idea, and really all it is is a name. (laughs) She's like, it's just this thought I had, and it describes us and what we do. And I said, okay. Now, Sissy's one of those people, she's like, we're like Lucille Ball. We, we, could, we could live in Lucille Ball land. Like she comes up with these crazy ideas and she tells me about them. And then it's my job to somehow make these <laughs> crazy ideas work for us <laughs> in some way or another. Um, yeah. At some point we'll have to have her on and we'll talk about how I, how we landed, how she got a, a home in um, one of the most beautiful state parks <laughs> in all of America. Her crazy idea, my execution on it. Um, so she says, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say something and you tell me what you think of it. She says, chasing a fox in a little black dress. And I was speechless. I was like, oh, my God. And my little wheels were spinning and spinning and rolling. And like, I love it. What could it be? And so we spent a good year talking about what chasing a fox would be when it grew up. And uh, she's a teenager now, so we're not exactly sure. (laughs) But um, we just had all this experience. And, of course, Sissy is a, um, an experienced and extremely talented um, stylist. She can, you know, on your body, on your horse, or in your home. So we decided to put her talent, the fabulous name, and my industry expertise together to see what we come up with. And, uh, you know, we started posting on Facebook. And then now we're up to uh, almost 1,500 likes on our Facebook page, and a lot of fan mail. We get a lot of fan mail. And then the show just kind of came out from from this brand that we're building. Well, that's terrific. It is yeah. a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out yet, head over to uh, horseradionetwork.com or chasingafox.com, and you can take a listen to it. There's a, uh, you know, fox hunters are, horse people in general are freaking awesome. <laughs> we are. But fox hunters in particular are a very unique lively, friendly, warm bunch. And, um, I mean, they're even better than eventers. Sorry, eventers. You guys are pretty awesome, but, uh, box hunters just and the lifestyle that goes along with the sport. It's just, it's, it's full of like all this amazing material, you know? And, um, so we thought that we would, we would share and it's been well received. So we're very proud to be part of the horse radio network. Very proud. 
ChasingAFox.com, and of course, Blaze Kids Radio, and a kids show, first kids show we've ever had, uh, came out this uh, year, done by Blaze Magazine, and they're 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 rocking and rolling over there, having fun doing that show. Twelve year old host, youngest host we've ever had, and she does a terrific job. She has grown so much. She was so so she was just shy. We found her on Facebook. Actually, we posted for looking for a kids host on Facebook, and she responded. So. Um, and she was so kind of shy at the beginning, but now she now now you almost can't shut her up. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> That's how it goes. It's funny how it goes. And then uh, you know, a show I'm really enjoying doing just because she's such a classy lady is the show with Debbie Laux, Horsemanship Radio. Oh man, talk about somebody to look up to. Yeah, she is just. I I feel unworthy to be on that show, uh, producing it with her, just because she's just so neat. Uh, you know, just a neat lady. And you know it's a very good show, and she's got some of the some of the biggest names in in the world of uh, you know natural horsemanship coming on the show. Anything from race trainers to rainers to you know people that have all. She's Monty Roberts' daughter, and and uh, people have all you know accepted Monty's way of doing things twenty five years ago, and have been doing it all their lives. So it's it's been very very interesting. Getting a whole different perspective. That show very is very different than the other shows, and it yeah, it's full of tips and training training tips and things like that. So, so that one's been fun. Also, we have some other things planned for you here in 2014 that I can't mention yet. So, there's some other new things coming up that I think will be a lot of fun for everybody. You can't uh, mention it to me. <clears throat> no, not yet. Man. And I then uh, I got to meet some listeners. Rhonda was one of them that came down to Florida, and and uh, I've had others that say they're coming in 2014, and uh, we we tend to end up meeting them at Disney World. So <laughs> it's been fun that way. So that's been fun. It's been fun meeting some listeners this year. We didn't travel as much this year as we have in years past because we've all had things going on in our lives. I think. Yeah. Um. So that well, so that's that's been. You, uh, we didn't oh, go to I traveled this year. This year. I, I, I went out, out of the uh, country for the first time in my entire life. Oh, that's right. You went to Puerto Rico, right? Was no, no, I uh, went to St. Kitts in the St. British Kitts. West Indies. That's right. That's right. Which was amazing. It was like my, I don't know, one of my first non-horsey vacations. Probably my only non-horsey vacation. Well, you know, you, you transitioned beautifully into... <laughs> Into something I found online today. It was the top list of holiday travel anxieties. And now they what they did is they interviewed twelve hundred travelers to find out what they're what what they really think about traveling. Now they're not talking about staying in hotels. What they did is they questioned them about you're going away for the holidays and you have to stay at a relative's house. Mm-hmm. And you know we all know what pitfalls there are staying in a relative's house. Personally, no, no offense to the relatives, but when I go away, I would rather, if I can afford it, stay at a hotel, just because it's your own place. You know, it, it just feels like you know you can do what you want. You can watch what TV channel you want. You can you you, you just you know you can do what you want. I just kind of I don't know. How do you feel about it? Would you rather stay with relatives or have a hotel? Depends on the relatives. <laughs> okay, let's um, say in general, so you don't get yourself in trouble. I'm totally gonna get myself in trouble, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm brave enough to live my truth, and my truth is, I have some family members that are very difficult to deal with. We are hot Italians. What can I say? That is my family karma. Uh, so sometimes hanging out overnight with that family can be anxiety 
provoking. All right. Well, let, that's good. All right. Let's go take that. And however, now go, into however, the, go ahead. There are some you can actually stand. It's almost better to stay over with them because you're going to have to drink to get through the night anyway. So you might as well not drink and drive and just fall asleep wherever you can. And, you know, usually it's someplace familiar, like if you go home or whatever. But, you know, um, there, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, the holidays and traveling for the holidays is about spending time with your family, no matter how crazy they make you. So I would not want to stay in a hotel. To me, it would feel very lonely. And I would rather have the fussing and the fighting than the solitude of the separation from family. You because, are Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now let me, okay, let me go down through this list of uh, things that uh, really but, cause anxiety for but, people and see being, which applies to you. <laughs> hold on a minute. Being a fox hunter, I do own a flask. And I'll tell you that the <clears> flask <throat> comes in handy for holiday traveling <laughs> with your family. All right, here all we right. go. So how many of these uh, really apply to you when you're staying over with your great big Italian family? Okay. Okay, these are the things that uh, 1,200 people said that they that cause anxiety. Getting into an argument with a relative. Well, I think that's true anytime you visit, even if you're not staying over, right? I mean, yes. yeah, yep. that's true. Uh, uh, having to share a room with a sibling or relative. That's uh, really awkward if you're married and you're both there. <laughs> really having to share a uh, room. Yeah. That's awkward yeah. if... Uh, when you're, you're grown up, someone. you don't want yeah, to share a room yeah, with anybody. That's true. Right. <laughs> Having to sleep on an air mattress on the floor. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I don't I, know about you. I've never found an air mattress that by morning you're not whacking your elbows. It's lost that, that or one Or that here. you're not sunk in a big hole yes. in the middle. <laughs> that's right. And then and you, you can't, can't roll over anymore. <laughs> no, you can't. And then you're g- getting out of it is just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's ugly. Oh, it's ugly. Nothing Especially if you're hungover. But no, it's... um. Yep, that one applies. Getting stuck in long conversations with odd relatives. Uh, or political conversations with somebody that is completely the opposite, which I've learned not just don't do. We I just, just don't, don't do, do that. Yeah, I don't do it either. You just don't do it, yeah. Because you know those people in your family that, you know, completely disagree with everything you believe in. And you just, you, you, neither one of you gets anywhere discussing it. You know, this was more of an issue when I was in college and I thought that I knew everything <laughs> there was to know. Um, but you, so if, if you're at this point, people where you're going home for the holidays and you do know that there are one or two relatives who have polar opposite political views, just don't engage. Just say, you know what? You believe your thing. You're crazy, but you believe your thing. And I believe mine. And that's agree to disagree. And your holiday will be so much better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I, I have a niece that is exact polar opposite of me politically. Okay. And, you know, through the years when she was younger, I en- I enjoyed bringing those conversations up just to antagonize her. Yeah. Um, it's called a scutch. That's called yeah. in a scutch. <laughs> now she's almost 30 years old and it's just, we just don't do it anymore because it's, yeah. it's no fun to antagonize her anymore. Because you could go for hours and hours. Yeah, exactly. Now you're both a little bit smarter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's fun to do it when they're little. Uh, kids getting into the gifts before they're supposed to. Well, again, I think that's just true of any, whether you're staying over or not. I don't know that that one applies a whole lot. Participating in uncomfortable family traditions. Like wearing like ugly sweaters and, you know, it's just family. Some families have these weird traditions, I guess, and I didn't, mine didn't have any really weird traditions that I can remember. Uh, mine didn't have any we- weird traditions either. Um, eating, a, eating a meal from a not-so-great cook? I don't think that's something you had to worry about. N- well, family. when I went to my in-laws, it was. <laughs> 
just saying. <laughs> I think everybody has somebody in their family that's like that. That is that person that you go, oh, man, I hope they don't cook. We need to talk about that for just 30 more seconds because there is, there's a strategy. Here's what we want to do. Okay, Stable Scoop fans, please send us an email or post on Facebook your strategies for dealing with food on your plate that is just not edible. It's oh, some. It could tough. be something that. Do you spin it around with your fork? Do you slip <laughs> it to the dog? Do you feign, you know, gas pain? What do you do? What do I you got. Do? You know what I can do recently, it, because of my diet. I can just. What I tend to do is just take a very little bit of it to begin with. Uh, and then, and then when and they say, "Oh, you're not eating," I can say, "Well, I got this diet." <laughs> so you so, lie. So and, basically, you lie. Well, no. Well, it's not a di- lie because I do have the diet. I'm not judging you. I'm <laughs> Lying could be a very good way of getting out of eating horrible food. <laughs> it is. It is because then you only have to eat a little bit of it. See, and Just and, own it, it, man. And, and nobody argues as soon as you say, "Well, I have this diet," you know, for my Lyme. Who's argues with that? Nobody argues with that, and nobody wants to know more, so they don't take it any further. Right, so <laughs> so it's perfect. Nobody wants to know. This is true. They're they're like, don't tell no, us about. Don't your tell us. I don't want to know about it. So it's perfect. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's perfect. We don't want to know about it <laughs> about your irritable bowel syndrome. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, <laughs> right. you know what? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just, I yeah. can't. But then you're left with what? What are you going to do? Eat peanut butter and jelly? Yeah, that's where the going back to the hotel is really good because you can stop on the way and get food. All right. There is some plus to that. Okay. Accidentally seeing a relative naked was number one. Eh, whatever. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, whatever. The body's the body. You were in the band. I mean, (laughs) it's just everybody changed on the bus. It didn't matter. Oh, Uh, in the band, on the swim team. (laughs) We pee in trailers, Glenn. That's true. That is true. You know what? We owned an acting company for 10 years where we all had to change. And actors don't have the luxury of having like 12 rooms to change in. You get one. I think it's so (laughs) funny how I, I like. I feel, and maybe this is because it's my own personal opinion, but I feel that there is a slow but sure trend toward becoming more accepting of the human body, whether it's clothed or unclothed in our culture. It's just so, it's such a waste of energy to be like all uptight about your body. It's like, whatever, we all have the same thing. You know, some have a little more of it than others. So you're running around naked in the backyard now? (laughs) Shh. (laughs) Well, not today. It's only 18 degrees, but you know. Uh, well that's the list of the top holiday anxieties uh when you're traveling and staying with the relatives uh so there i was trying to think of some others you know it's just you know what it is too go ahead no i was gonna add one and i was gonna go ahead um introducing a new boyfriend or girlfriend to your to your family a whole new level and then hoping that your family doesn't mortify you. (laughs) (laughs) Or if they don't like them, you're screwed. Or if they don't like them. That's why the three-day rule applies, no matter whether people are staying with you or you're staying with them. You can survive three days, but if you got to be there a week, it gets awkward. I could never... I can't even do three days. I can do overnight. Maybe. Yeah, you know the, the the relatives that come and stay for you know a week or two weeks. Yeah, it's that's pushing the limits. I think it's three or four days. Is the is still the good? Well, unless you you know, there's the other thing is like, well, I, I'm starting to actually understand that there is the possibility to have uh, a great family experience. Um, I traveled to Michigan recently to spend some time with um, 
my sweetheart's family. I was introduced and um, they're amazing. So we spent one, two, three days with them and I could have spent six days with them. So, you know, it all depends on how cool or corny that family is. <laughs> so they liked you too? Oh good? my God, yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, mm. I loved them. They were great. It was how like, oh my God, like this is what it's like to be like, no, see, I can't, I don't want to bash, but I, you, you are sort of like, oh my God, this is what it's like, it's like to be around normal people. <laughs> <laughs> and we all have our little things, but um, they were, they were very. Oh, and every family has those, those people in the, their family. You know, there's, there's always that one or two in every family. And we love them all. We love <clears throat> yep. them all. We just can't spend six days with them all. That's right. <laughs> That's correct. Well, let's take a break and come back with my Tack and Havoc product for this week. And we'll, uh, we'll do a review of that. Glenn the Geek here. The life of horse person is hard enough, and we all hate doing the required paperwork. And unfortunately, many of us never get around to it, and it just piles up on our desk. That is about to change thanks to the Equisketch Records app for your iPhone or iPad. My wife and I use it to track our horses, and we absolutely love this thing. Equisketch Records is the most thorough and complete equestrian records app on the market today. We love this app because you can track your farrier work, your dental, your Coggins, medicines, worming, and so much more. And you can get reminders on your device when all of these things are due. You'll never forget a worming or shots or farrier visit again. But it not only tracks your horse, you can also manage your horse shows, including individual events. You can manage riders, including lessons and memberships and so much more. And you can sync it between your iPhone and your iPad, and all of this for the price of a couple of cups of coffee from Starbucks. Search for Equisketch Records in the iOS App Store or go to Equisketch.com. That's E-Q-U-I-S-K-E-T-C-H.com. Equisketch.com. Well, now it is time for the Taka Habit segment that is sponsored by Sparkle and Boom. Sparkle and Boom is a new media marketing company. Our mission is to help small businesses add some sparkle to their marketing in order to get some boom in their bottom line. Our creativity, combined with an extensive background in the equestrian industry, makes us perfectly suited to help your business capture the potential of social media and the ever-changing World Wide Web. Visit us online at www.sparkleandboom.com. Well, today's product, uh, I have, we have, are bringing a, a, my wife into this conversation, Coach Jen of the Horse Tip Daily Show, because we were in this little project together, and she's going to help me do this review of a clippers, a body clippers that we bought. And one of, I think, Jennifer, one of our things was we, we trace clip two horses, and we didn't want to spend three or $400 on a pair of body clippers, which you can do very easily. It, we wanted to find a pair of body clippers that were going to work, yet be affordable, but effective. And you decided on the Andist 
AGCs, AGC. Why did you decide on those? Well, actually, I went with an Andis AGC just because I had heard some other folks rave about how sturdy the Andis AGC was, and I discovered that it has a wide blade availability and that you can put a wide blade to, cl- to body clip on, mm. or you can use the regular size blade for ears and bridle paths and stuff like that. So the versatility really appealed to me, and then... Um, so I kind of had that one in the back of my mind. And then when we had the gal from Andis on the Horses in the Morning show a few weeks back, she mentioned that that's the one she uses. I'm going, really? You're a professional clipper and you use that? Because I always thought it was not, you know, not really powerful enough for that kind of work. Um, and she said she uses it because um, it's small enough and the vibration is small enough that it doesn't bother her um, um, carpal tunnel from clipping horses for a living. Ah. Oh, yeah, I'm going, oh, I like this even better and better. Yeah. Because so. some of those big, those body clippers are huge and weigh about 10 pounds. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I have some metal in my right wrist. So holding the heavier ones, you know, there's obviously there's damage in there. You're like, oh, it's so heavy. I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> uh, and it's not like you're clipping a horse with a short coat. <laughs> you know? right. You're going to be there for a while. You're going to be there for a while. So, um, and then we, we, uh, hopped online and we surfed around a little bit and I went, oh, well, they're, they're pretty reasonably priced. This is, this is worth a go. So we tried them out. Yeah. We bought these at Amazon, the Andis, uh, 22, AGC, super two speed professional horse clippers. And they were $167. With the blades. W- with the blades. Wow. Which, you That's know, a for deal. clippers is really good for body clippers. They're two speed. Um, they come with the, what they call the four by four blade, which is a wider blade. Uh, these clippers run at 4,400 strokes per minute. And so they're heavy duty. They have a high speed motor. And I got to tell you, these things, and my pony's hair was really thick and long by the time we got to clip him. He just, because he had been malnourished and everything, he grew in this coat, you know, like just came out. Grizzly bear worthy, really. Yeah. <laughs> and th- it just was like butter. This, These clippers, I would, you know, I would say they worked they were beautiful. They worked beautifully. Mm-hmm. I, I clipped, uh, Jennifer actually let me clip, and I clipped probably half my pony, and it just was so easy. They're comfortable in your hand, especially if you have smaller hands. These would be much better than those other clippers. Uh, the blades just, we did, as a matter of fact, we, we used the set of blades on each, right? Is that right? Yes. And probably your horse's blades, because you only gave him a, a stripe, there's some left in those. Yeah, and neither, neither horse had had a really serious bath before clipping because the, where the weather was at that point. Uh, so their coats weren't exactly spectacularly clean. PT got uh, a modified trace clip and everything from his elbows and his stifles down had to come off. And as you know, whenever you're clipping legs, it's a little tougher on the clippers because the hair down there is so dense and no matter how hard you scrub, it's still dirty. So we pretty much used up a set on him. And then when I did Beaker, I could probably do another horse with a set that we used on his. So they held up reasonably well. <laughs> and uh, it's nice, though, because the Andis AGC uses a clip-on blades, like, an, like so you just a snap s- in. a little snap. So you don't, there's no screws to deal with. There's no, te- there's no tension adjuster that, to screw up. And when you do need to change the blades, you just pop them on and off. And they're very readily available at every tack shop in the whole wide world. 
Yeah, I bought them on Amazon for 22 bucks, yeah. I think. But the clip-on blades are universal in that um, you can buy probably three different brands that make a clip-on blade, and it's the same thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a proprietary Andis bl- brand of blade to do this. So that, that, that made it convenient. I like the convenience part because invariably when I need to clip a horse, it's, um, it's Saturday afternoon at three 30. <laughs> when you find yeah. the, when you have, that's when you have the time. Yes. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. and I don't have blades. So, um, that, that was nice. So oh, <laughs> this little guy got, uh, got an A plus for both Glenn and I. Wow. I like this. I like yeah. this very much. And, and we just did a show on clipping a few episodes back. Well, the uh, the I really liked how they worked around his legs and in the nooks and crannies because you know sometimes it's just hard to get in those, especially with the big clippers, and you know and he's a pony, he's a twelve and a half hand pony, so his nooks and crannies are smaller, you know, um, and it just worked very well. It just really these really performed. I was very happy with them, mm-hmm. very happy with them for the money. I think they're well worth it, and if if you you know and and you know Jennifer got these because a professional clipper uses them so you know it's not like they're they're not going to hold up now we don't we haven't used them long enough to see how well they do hold up because we only have two horses so i can't really tell you that but the the housing is supposed to be tougher um it's maintenance free you don't have to oil or grease the internal parts like you used to have to take the old clippers apart and grease them all inside right here you just dip them in the alcohol and put oil on them occasionally when you're clipping and you know, keep them clean while you're clipping and you're, they're fine. You know, and a lot of people hold on to their old clippers because, well, you know, their clippers are expensive to have. But that's one of the one of the things to consider uh, about purchasing a new clipper altogether is that they are made with um, easier maintenance in mind. So you spend a lot less time and a lot less money uh, keeping your clipper functioning at its, at, at its best. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I hate to use it, but, you know, New technology in clippers makes clippers easier to own. Yes. Right. Particularly the housings. Um, the housings to just that's the outside case that comes in pretty colors many times. It looks the same to us. It looks like plastic, but the different brands and different manufacturers use very different uh, plastics to make the housing on the outside. And the housing and the exterior of this particular clipper got better reviews because all of us have owned Osters for many years. I think they were invented somewhere around 35 BC. (laughs) So we we all have a set of them. And the plastic housing is one of their weak points because of the type of plastic they use and always have used. It's very brittle and it will break. And they use a different type of plastic on this so that it's a little bit more durable and a lot less likely to literally fall apart as it ages because it's a different uh, formula. And one of the things was that was kind of cool about this set is, and I'm not sure if every single set is set this is sold this way, it came in a clever little storage case, but it came with a DVD on how to clip a horse. And I actually sat down and watched some of that DVD, and it did help because, <laughs> as I have mentioned previously on the air, when I get done clipping a horse, it looks like, you know, it looks like a two-year-old did that. He's, they've got lines. They've got scuff marks. It's ugly. <laughs> and um, I didn't so much listen to the voiceover of the DVD, but I watched very carefully how the strokes went, and it really did help. They looked much better when I was finished. <laughs> a DV- I like that. Yeah. But they just kind of assume that you need the extra help, mm-hmm. and we all do. And we all do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I did pretty good too for a rookie. You did do very well for a rookie. You, I did. You, you did. You did uh, a whole front leg and part of his tummy. Hey, the other horses in the neighborhood weren't laughing at my pony. <laughs> no, they were laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the Andes twenty two thirty three. Two two three three zero AGC two speed professional horse clippers. We'll put a link to it in our show notes at stablescoop.com. A reminder: if you're going to buy anything at Amazon anytime, please go to our website first at stablescoop.com and click on the Amazon link on the left side of the page. It just takes you there. It's just an extra click. That's all it is. Doesn't cost you any more, but we get a little bit of a credit for everything you buy, and it helps support the show. So uh, just try and remember that next time you buy anything at Amazon, go to our website first and click on the banner. Thank you, Jennifer. And of course, Jennifer's show is horsetipdaily.com. One of my favorites. See, I'm going to go finish my peanut butter and jelly now. Okay. Thanks, Jennifer. Well, that's it for us, too, for this year. We'll be back next week with the All Hosts episode that we're recording tonight with all the different hosts of the Horse Radio Network. If you haven't heard a All Hosts episode, if you're new to the network, you're going to want to listen because it's, it's, fun. it's probably one of the most fun shows. And of the Glenn year. always asks some kind of like revealing question about each of the hosts and we're always like it's a great way for us to get to learn about one another and for our listeners to get to learn about us but pretty much it's just people uh, a bunch of hosts sitting around in the evening drinking making fun of each other that's pretty much what it is yeah that's true we do bust and chop (laughs) we do Uh, because uh it's just it is a lot of fun it's kind of like family it's kind of like family (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and there's some we did last year that we have to redo soon what? Uh, and I found it when I was looking through the notes for this past year to see what my favorite episodes were. And that is, do you remember we had a Stable Scoop versus Dressage Radio Show Trivia Challenge episode? Yes. Oh, we need to do that. And we won because of it. You answered. We were tied and you answered a question that just took it out of the freaking blue at the end of the show. And we won because of you. What just was the guessing. question? Do you remember? It I was don't... something about what other what other sport wears white breeches? And you came up out of the blue with fencing, and that was the answer. And we ended up winning. Remember, Jennifer was the moderator. Uh, she was barely. She was, <laughs> yeah. she was the game show host. Was, so we need to do that again. That was so much fun. I was listening to back to part of it. It was a riot. We have to I do that am again. so in. I I bring it on. I'm going to. Well, let's do that in January. Let's get those two together, and we'll do it in January. Right, yeah, we got nothing else to do in January. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> start of a new year. It's cold. It's uh, miserable out. Yeah. We'll just do trivia. So that let's do that in January. Okay. But I'm looking forward to a new year with you. A new year. Yeah, we have lots on the agenda for this year between Stable Scoop, Horse Radio Network, all the new shows, Chasing a Fox, and just the, our and regular adventures. Helena. And a happy Helena, yes. Yes, makes my life so much easier. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me, Helena. <laughs> and food. Don't forget, you can find all the other shows, great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Have a terrific holiday, everybody. Merry Christmas to you all and Happy New Year. As I said, we'll be back with all hosts next week. And then the following week, we'll have a best of for you. And then we'll, in the beginning of January, we'll be back here, uh, as usual, every week on the Stable Scoop Show. Merry Christmas, Alina. Merry Christmas to you, too, Glenn. And happy holidays, everyone. Uh, hugs to Gracie for us. You got it. 